Can you believe it's December already? Time is flying by and the holiday season brings so much stuff with it. And a lot of times it's stress between needing to go to work, Christmas shopping, doing Christmas things, seeing family, the days can go by in a blur. The one thing that you can do for yourself every day is spend an extra five to 10 minutes thinking about what things you're actually grateful for to have in your life before all of that stress kicks in. If you need a little extra time to yourself in the morning, the Chase Your Stars Journal is available on Amazon. It's only $9.99 and it makes a perfect gift for those around you too that might need a little stress relief or a little morning routine revamp. Try it for yourself and I guarantee you'll start your day just a little happier. Now, on to the podcast. Welcome to the Chase Your Stars podcast. My name is Christy Gomez, and if you're looking to live your best and most expansive life, or you want to be inspired to go chase your dreams, then you've arrived in the right place, my friend. Inside, you'll find conversations about manifesting an incredible life, a little woo-woo mixed in, and be welcomed into a high-vibe space that will show you how beautiful this life can be when you share your gifts with the world. I am so glad that you're here. Grab your drink, grab a snack, and let's chat. Well, hello, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Chase Your Stars podcast. I hope you're having a great week this week. It is almost Christmas. It is very close. So just note to you, if you have not begun your Christmas shopping, like somebody else on this podcast, you probably want to do it because Christmas is in a week. Okay. That's your PSA. You're welcome. I'm sure you didn't know that until right now when I said it. I, it's it's so bizarre how December has just flown by in such a weird way where I cannot believe Christmas is in a week. Every other month this year has lasted for five months, but December has lasted for three days. So it's just 2021, man. It's a weird year. But I am excited to celebrate with Owen. This is his first year that he is kind of old enough to get what's going on. Last year, he was just like, cool, like presents, whatever. But this year he's getting the Santa thing. He wants to wear his Christmas hat. So just turned four in September. It's a very fun age. And he was always a little bit behind on some things. So we are now getting, I think, what we would have gotten when he was three. But now he's, you know, four and giving us all the goods. So whether that be the toot or <laughs> saying crazy things or, you know, loving on Santa Claus, which I also appreciate. But we are going to chat today together about limitations. And you know that my goal with this podcast, my entire goal is to put you in a position where you can not only do the things that you love to do every day, but go about them unabashedly, oh, scrabble word, and feel really confident in what you're doing. And hopefully I can help you remove some roadblocks, whether it be internal or maybe external to get closer to where you want to be. And I really hope at one point we are celebrating together with you achieving your goal and feeling really freaking pumped about it and how far you've come in the meantime, which is definitely 10 out of 10 would recommend exactly what I want for this podcast. But one of the things that I have noticed, and I don't know if you've noticed that I've noticed that we've noticed together, 
a lot of the things that I speak about on this podcast are from personal experience. These are not things that I just assume I know about or I have read in a book. I mean, sometimes I read things in a book, but 98% of the things I talk about have to do with things, situations that I've been in myself or things I've worked through, emotions that I've dealt with, trauma that I've faced, stories of my life, all of that is personal experience. And the other day I was listening to every morning, I should say every morning, let's take one step back. I listen to YouTube. I listen to Abraham Hicks. And every morning I hear her tell me today is going to be a good day. Things are always working out for you. And I'm telling you, I have listened to this. I mean, I have a pretty solid morning routine every day for the past three-ish years. And I write in my journal as I am listening to this good stuff about all of the things that I want to accomplish and put myself in the place where I feel good going into the day, like some good shit's going down today. And on this day, as I go through my normal playlist, the next one up, YouTube recommends the next, you know, Abraham Hicks, whatever. And on this day, it was a man who was specifically asking her questions about being able to break habits from the past that aren't serving him anymore. And he finds himself getting into scenarios where he doesn't have the confidence that he wants to have. And he finds himself, you know, referencing back to times where things didn't work out or stories that he's told himself. And Abraham used the quote, which I love, don't argue for your limitations. And I've heard, I mean, I've listened to a lot of Abraham Hicks over the last few years. That was my introduction to all things universe related and law of attraction and manifesting and how to overcome blocks. And like, just, I have learned so, so, so much from Abraham Abraham Hicks. But in this one day, even though I've heard this quote before, this just stuck with me. Don't argue for your limitations is something I talked a little bit about it last week, so I will not go into depth on that side of it. But if you didn't listen to last week's podcast, we have a habit of really talking about the things that we don't want to happen and then throwing a little pity party when we've talked about it so much that it actually happens. And we're like, see, I freaking said it was going to happen. This sucks. And we really dive into that and tell all the people around us and let everybody know how much the stuff we didn't want to happen sucks that it happened. When it comes to arguing for your limitations, there's things that we do a lot of times subconsciously, but we use that almost as a crutch so that we don't have to continue through the fear or maybe through the hard times, or I think most of all, continue through the unknown because that can be super scary. And if you're listening to this podcast, there's a good chance there's part of you that wants more in life, right? That wants to do something really cool. Maybe it will be a business. Maybe it's just, you know, you know, it's something more, but you're not exactly sure what yet. But either way, if you're still listening to this podcast, there's a good chance that there's something in you that that wants to expand, that wants more. And we have a lot of situations (laughs) when you dive into growth, where we end up in a position that we've never been in before. Because how else are you going to grow if you're not experiencing new things and, you know, fighting your way through it, clawing your way through it, just figuring it out as you go. And a lot of times that stops people before they even get started because we mistake it for reasons why we shouldn't be trying the thing or doing the thing or working through the thing or sticking with the thing. When what it is, is 
just us needing the experiences that we are going to have in order to get where we want to go. That growth part in the middle is something that we can't avoid. There's, you know, Michael Jordan didn't just say, I want to be one of the best players in the world. Maybe Steph Curry. If you guys, I don't watch a lot of basketball. I don't know this. I don't know if my audience does either, but I don't watch a lot of basketball. But the other night we happened to have the Warriors game on and Steph Curry, I watched him shoot a three-point shot that made him the best player, best shooter in basketball, best three-point shot. He just beat out Ray Allen. And for him, I'm sure, you, you know, he grew up with a, a dad who was also in the NBA. So he's not, he, he was experienced into what kind of time and effort goes into being a great player. And although he woke up one day, I'm sure, when he was a kid and was like, I'm going to be an incredible three-point shooter. I'm going to be in the NBA. I am going to be, I'm going to have my dream life and this is going to be what I do for a living. He probably said those things, but he didn't just wake up with enough talent and coast for the rest of his life to get to a point where he was now going to live his dream. And this sounds really rudimentary, but I'm just saying, look at me, Scrabble words, like firing them out today. I am saying that it took practice. It took getting beat up. It took doing things wrong. It took bad seasons. It took not being strong enough and not being fast enough. And all these people who said, yeah, you might make it to the NBA. Like, we'll see how it goes kind of thing where he knew that he had to work so hard on his shot through the times where it sucked, through the times where he couldn't hit anything to get to where he wanted to be. He needed that growth. That was going to be what's going to get him to that goal. So you got to think of the growth and the goal hand in hand, that if you're doing those things and you're working through the fear and you're working through the discomfort, know that it's usually right before, it's like the last thing before you have some kind of breakthrough or some kind of insane amount of growth or some kind of new level that you've never achieved before. And you wouldn't know it, like you can't tell, you can't pinpoint it down to the second because you've never been there before. So you don't know. So imagine if you put all this effort in to do something and achieve something and you're so freaking close and you're like, you know what? This is too scary. I got to throw in the towel. That's a lot of what happens when you get to a point where you're, you're letting your limitations, which I will also say is a code word for excuses, be the reason why you don't continue on and likely achieve the goals that you set out to achieve. Now, here's the thing about it, because I get that there can be people around you that maybe don't support what you want to do. Or maybe they just don't get it. You know, maybe they don't understand why you want it, or they don't really it's a new version of you that they're not used to. So they're projecting their insecurities on you, or there's a lot of different reasons why somebody else might not vibe with what you want to do and what goals you have. So if one of your limitations is that you don't feel like you're able to lean on people or you don't have the support system around you that you'd want, one of the things that you can do before you even get started is don't tell everyone what that next goal is until you're confident and you're stable in what your why is. If you don't, if you can't without shaking and without stumbling and whatever, tell somebody else what you want, then I would say keep it to yourself until you're in a place where you can. Not everybody needs to know every step. And a lot of times, once we let other people get into our heads and tell us reasons why they feel it won't work based on their life experience, we're missing out on all of the things that 
drove us to want to do this in the first place and the real reasons why we want to make it happen and why we know it can happen. And so as a limitation that can be really big in other people's opinions, we have to make sure that we're not letting that be our excuse of what things aren't going to work out for us because people aren't going to care about your dreams as much as you do. That is just a fact. If you can stay firm in what you want to do and know for a little while it's going to be a path of growth, it's going to be something that you kind of have to go on alone with, then you're able to not have to use that as an excuse. And a lot of times, you know, working in the business I worked in before as an entrepreneur, as a coach, I had people quit on me because, you know, their wives or their husbands didn't want them doing that job anymore and didn't feel like they were going to be successful in it. And so they took on that as a life of their own. And they made that decision for themselves when nobody can do the work except for you. You are the only person that can do it. So why would you let other people's limitations and why you can't do it stop you from getting where you want to go? It's crazy talk. So that's number one. Number two, this also kind of applies to comparison because I think another limitation that we set for ourselves is whether or not we can do it because of whether or not someone else has done it already. And if they're doing it and what they look like now when we're doing it, when they're doing it. And I think comparison is just such a crazy mind F because it's not a real thing. Like there's, you know, I have, there's a a girl at my gym, one of the coaches, she just finished a competition, like a, a body, a bikini competition. I don't know if it was actually bikini. I forgot the name for the other one. But anyway, she still looks, but she looked incredible. Like she was just ripped and you could see every muscle and she would do, you know, she demoed the stuff on the floor and you can see like her rock hard abs. Like she just looks amazing. And it would be like the equivalent of me saying, oh, you know, she looks really great. I don't look great enough. There's no way I could ever look that great because I don't look that great right now. But when you look at comparison, that's kind of how silly it is because it's not about if there's enough room at the table for me to look that great and her to look that great because of course there is but yet on social media so often we'll look at somebody who clearly is really successful and doing really well and maybe they're really confident or maybe they have something that you desire to emulate or be like or you know they they clearly have done the work on somewhere where you feel like you have a lot of work left to do just because they already have that doesn't make you less than, it just makes you at a different point. So arguing for a limitation around, oh, I don't have those skills or my Instagram would never look that good or I I could never be that confident on video or whatever other BS story we tell ourselves, we're just reinforcing the things that we don't really believe about ourselves because we wouldn't even be noticing those things if it wasn't something specific to us and something that we really desire to have or be or do. The only reason why it shows up and that we get to see these people doing these things is because there's part of us that also wants that. Otherwise, think about something you're completely disinterested in. Like, I watched a car reel earlier today and the music was amazing. So it hooked me in to the reel and I was like, yeah. And then as I'm jamming out, I'm watching this car and it's doing some, it's like a blue car. I literally don't know. The blue car doing some spins and shit. Like I have no idea what's actually happening in the video, but I watched it for just long enough where I was like, kind of, okay, this song's really good, but I don't really care. And then I was done. Now, 
I might tell that story to somebody else and they might be like, oh, that was the, the GX380. Oh my gosh, the car has the da 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 and the, the tires and the speakers or whatever. And they might go into this whole thing about all the things they love about this car and how important it is to them. And they might feel like, oh, I would never, never, I'll never have enough money to have that car. I don't know if it was a really nice car or not. I genuinely don't because I don't have any interest in it. So there was nothing calling me to that video besides the music where I was like, oh man, I'll never have that car. I really wish I would because I don't have any interest in it. So I was like, cool, cool song, bro. And then I kept it moving. So for you to get hung up on things and things that you desire to have and things that you desire to be or do or whatever, they're there for a reason. It's showing you the world, the universe is showing you the things that your heart is asking for. Whether or not you've said them out loud yet, that's for you to know. But the odds are you've probably told somebody in some kind of limiting fashion sometime along the way, oh, must be nice to have whatever. Must be nice to have that job. Must be nice to have that freedom. Must be nice to travel or whatever because you want it. And so jealousy or envy or or even noticing lack of it or doubt that you can have it are all signs of something that you actually really want underneath. And you can do a little test if you want to. Next time you feel a little pang of envy or a pang of jealousy, just observe why you feel the way that you do. And you might not, sometimes it takes time to notice it. It's kind of like a habit that we've ingrained in ourselves where you just see something and talk shit about it and keep it moving. If you have a topic like that, just observe. You don't have to be judgmental or be like, wow, I'm such a bitch. But just (laughs) take a second to look at it and notice where that's coming from. Because that could be an opportunity to expand and to grow and do something differently than you have been doing all along. Because if you're holding yourself back, but really want it, then the universe is going to keep showing you the things that you're thinking you don't want to see. But underneath, (laughs) it's, it's something that might be calling you towards it. And you just haven't wanted to admit it, or maybe just haven't taken time to consider it. It also happens with emotions. You know, if you're seeing a lot of angry people, or a lot of frustrated people, or a lot of impatient people in your life, there's a good chance it's mirroring some of the factors that you are sharing with the world yourself. It's, it's all connected. And once you figure that out, it makes things a lot easier in the long run to figure out where you should be and what you really want to do. But you have to start with the things that you're denying yourself of because there's probably some growth that you're here to do around it. I'm just on my daily dose of woo-woo that I love to share with you guys. I recently, all the stuff I find, you know, accidentally on purpose from the universe. And one of the things was uh, I have been following astrology for a while. I've bought a few books and I've done some courses and just learn more about it. And I don't have any real desire to do any kind of readings myself or anything like that. But I just was interested in what it all means, especially with human design, which I'm actually more interested in than astrology. But anyway, I found out what my Chiron, which is the wounded healer, where my Chiron is in my chart and what that means for me. And it was really interesting because I didn't I didn't go out looking for the information. It was kind of given to me accidentally. And it was exciting to learn more about it because it was it's the place in our charts where we came with something we need to heal 
for our lineage and for what's to come next for us. So it's kind of like our soul saying to us, okay, these are the things that I want to learn. These are the things that I have carried with me that I want to be able to release. So in this lifetime, I'm going to set myself up to put myself in these circumstances where this wound can come to the surface and I can actually go in and heal. Chiron is not something that's usually on your average astrology chart. So I can link below where I actually found mine, the website that does it. But it is such a great place to dig a little bit deeper about yourself and figure out what kind of, if you're seeing repeating patterns in your life over and over, there's a good chance that these two are related. And it's, for me, I, my Chiron is in Taurus and it's in the second house. And the second house rules money, finances, possessions, things like that. And so it's an area where I need to heal around being safe with the idea of money and that in my past lives, I've had issues with things being taken away from me and not feeling like I can be safe in my own body. And so it's somewhere that I can work on and work on healing. And it was just interesting to me because it was kind of like almost like a cheat code, I felt like. It it opened up things where I could look at things more objectively and be like, oh, that's why I'm the way that I am, you know? And I've, I, it's not a complete solve, but it's anytime I can get more information like human design or astrology or, you know, other kind of spiritual teachings to let me know more about how I can be the best version of myself, like I sure am going to take it. So knowing that just gave me one more tool in my tool belt to be like, okay, maybe I should do a little more, a little more inner child work. Or, and if you follow the holistic psychologist, which I've talked about before, she's amazing for this stuff. I just didn't realize she had a YouTube, which I'm so glad she does because she has great meditations on there. But some inner child work or things where I can go back and look at things differently and just retell my story again. And because of that, it helps me with arguing for my limitations when I want to change things or the ways that I look at things. It's not malicious necessarily. You know, I'm not trying to purposely sabotage myself. It's just one of those things where I've been thinking it for so long or it's just kind of always been that way. So it's become a habit of thought. It's something that I just continue to do without noticing. And that's usually what arguing for our limitations is, is we've not had that result yet. We've not been able to do the thing we want to do, or we've not been able to see somebody else do the thing maybe around us or in our town or of our friend group do the thing we want to do and so when we are saying things like I want to be the first college graduate in my family or I want to be the first person to make six figures in a job in my family or I want to have my own company or whatever your goals are whatever they are if you are surrounding yourself with people who have never done that or been there or even aspire to do that, then yeah, you're going to be in a situation where it's really easy to argue with yourself, even if nobody else says anything, for your own limitations because you, it hasn't been something you've witnessed before. You haven't seen it. You haven't been able to visualize it or feel what it would feel like when it's reality. And there's a lot of different tools to do that. But what I would say is first and foremost is you taking time with yourself to think about and feel out what those things will be like when you have them so that when you do find yourself falling back on arguing for your limitations, which is a human thing to do, then you have ammunition for arguing back (laughs) with yourself of why things can work out in your favor and why you will be able to accomplish the things you want to accomplish. 
Ooh, I'm trying really hard to keep my stuffy nose out of this, but man, my whole family's sick right now, so they're all trying to give me their germs, but I'm working. I'm working against it. I'm not going to argue for my podcast limitations with my stuffy nose right now. If you are noticing the areas where your limitations come up the most, then having those things in your back pocket are really helpful. And that's why I listen to Abraham Hicks all the time, is I like her telling me in the morning, things are working out for me. Things are always working out for me. Things are working out for me. She says it like a hundred times. If you want to look it up on YouTube, she says it over and over again. And if you are arguing for why things won't work out, and let's say it's something specific and it could be any topic you want, and you have things that you know you're going to go up against, or it's going to be, it's not going to be this easy piece of cake. It's something that you're going to have to grow through. And there's going to be times where doubt creeps up on you. If you go into it, having something in your back pocket of, it doesn't have to be something like, you're going to be able to do it, Christy, but something like, things have worked out for me in the past, this can work out for me too. I am exactly where I need to be. I don't need to rush the outcome. Day by day, I'm getting closer to where I want to be. That feels good. And it's something that's believable. And it's something you can work with and an easy thing that you can say to yourself. And even something you can say to somebody else, if you happen to come across a hater or somebody who's doubting your skills, your abilities, or, you know, you tell them at Christmas time, they're like, hey, Susie, what are you up to? And you're like, oh, you know, just building my own business as a CEO. And they're like, oh, how are you doing? You're like, oh, I have no clients yet, but I will. And they're like, oh, well, you know, you can always go back to your job if you need to, right? And you're like, in your head, like, oh, But you're like, sure, yeah. Instead, you can say something like, instead of buying into their BS, you can say something like, things are working out for me. Things are going really well. I feel like this is going to be really great for me. It's very promising. And shut down any kind of room for them to talk you out of it. But again, that goes back to the beginning where I talked about having a solid why before you tell people about your big business and your big goals and things you want to do because you have to be able to be confident enough to enter and leave that conversation with your pride intact and with some boundaries up so people can't walk all over you with their shitty lack mindset and drop that all over the stuff that you're doing. And every time you say it out loud, it gets a little more real. It's a little closer to where you can say things confidently and you can walk with your shoulders back and you can say, I am X, Y, and Z. This is my job and this is what I do, even if you're not exactly where you want to be yet. Because nobody gets exactly where they want to be without the journey, without the growth in the middle. So if you keep telling yourself the reasons why you're not going to get there, do you think you're going to get closer to where you want to be? Or do you think you're going to get closer to the person that you were before? Because old stories can be good. They can be helpful because they teach us lessons. But if we find ourselves stuck in the old stories and dwelling in the past, then there's a good chance we're repeating themes from the past that really are not going to push us forward. You can't spend time, most of your time being in the past and expect that you're going to be able to see opportunities for growth and have a chance to do bigger things and push yourself through the fear because your mind's going to want to keep you in that safe zone of the stuff that's already happened. But you wouldn't be where you are unless you wanted that growth and you wanted that push. It's just getting over that hump by not continuing to fight for the things that are not good enough for you anymore. The behaviors that have changed, the thoughts that don't serve you, even sometimes the people that you surround yourself with, you know, friendships that maybe your only bond together was used to get together and gossip all the time. And that was the only thing that you did. And maybe that just doesn't 
get you where you want to go anymore. It can be things you watch on TV, stuff that you feed your mind, you know, where you're spending your time when you do have free time. I'm not saying you have to overhaul your whole life, but these are just things to pay attention to. You know, if you spend your time taking in negative stuff and listening to things that don't make you happy and being around energy that brings you down, then if you want opportunities to be in the right place at the right time, do you think that you're going to be hanging around with people that are talking shit about rich people or talking shit about people who have good jobs or talking shit about people who have quit their nine to five to do whatever they want or probably not. There's, you're probably going to need to expand your circle to people that are going to support what you want to do and have your back to be able to propel you into the future. You can't really take advice from people who haven't been there and expect that they're going to be able to guide you to where you want to go. It's just they haven't been there either. I'm sure they that you have friends that have good intentions, but at the end of the day, it's important to notice whether or not that is putting you in the direction that you want to be in or holding you back to an old version of you that no longer serves you anymore. Watching for those themes, knowing what's coming up, being observant of what's going on in your life is a very easy, free way to propel yourself closer to where you wanna go. Because the universe is always directing you, it's always giving you tools, it's always showing you stuff, but if you're not in the place where you need to be to see the things or to be able to grab the opportunities or to be able to network with the people you need to know or, or whatever, those things might be that the universe is setting you up for. It could be because you're just holding yourself back with some of these negative things that you can let go of and create a little more space for yourself to bring your vibe up a little bit and put yourself in a position where you can achieve all the things you want to achieve. So your goal this week is to A, be observant of the times where you feel like you want to criticize somebody else around you. Just, just observe it. Like it's going to come up. It will happen. And then notice when you do. And then take a step back and figure out what is it about this person that I desire to see in myself? Because I promise you that's what it is. And if it's something you see in somebody else that you don't like, it's probably because it's some of that in you too. That's, that's the mirror of the universe, my friends. That's the way it works. But how cool is it that we have a mirror of the universe to kind of give us direction on a day-to-day -day basis of where we're at and where we want to go, right? If, there, if it's always showing us stuff, it's just constant feedback so we can redirect and get back on the path that we were meant to be on. So that's number one, just be observant. And then number two, when you find yourself explaining things away to other people or to yourself or reasons why you can't do it or reasons why it's going to take longer or reasons why you should be further along or whatever other bullshit we tell ourselves all the time. Again, notice yourself doing this and have something in your back pocket that's really low key to replace it with. It's just like if you had a little tick or things that you say or if you say like a lot or you say um a lot and you need something to replace those words until you can get rid of it because it's just something that you've done that you've created a habit for over time. The thoughts that you have can be recreated into habits too, good habits or bad habits. If you have a bad habit of arguing for your limitations versus arguing for why it's going to work out for yourself, it's just something you have to notice so that you can change the habit, like biting your nails or, I don't know, cursing. Should I haven't decided to work on yet. Maybe someday. Probably not. I like it. If it gets a lot of emotion out. Maybe because I grew up not being able to swear, so I'm just making up for it in my late 30s. <laughs> Nonetheless, <laughs> at a taking time to replace it with something easy like 
things are always working out for me. If things are going to go well, I am excited for what's to come. Something low key, not I'm going to make a million dollars, damn it. Like that's probably not going to get your vibe in the right place. But something's going to, to bridge the gap from where you are now, the this shit sucks and it's never going to work to I'm going to make a million dollars in between is the things are working out for me. Everything's going to work out for me. I'm feeling really good about this. I'm feeling very hopeful. Things are going to work out well. Something that you feel good about that you can say honestly, and that doesn't evoke emotion from you to get you where you want to be, to stop arguing for the things that aren't working for you because you're so wonderful and you're so capable and you are wanting to do these things because you have gifts to share with the world. You want to be able to give back and the universe is like, come on down, sister. We're going to spin that big wheel. And all you got to do is move past some of these blocks to get there and you can do it. We're going to do it together. It's going to be super awesome. Let me know how your homework goes. <laughs> Love. Shouldn't say homework. Nobody likes homework. Let me know how your assignments go. No. Is that better than homework? <laughs> if you try it, let me know. I want to know what you're working with. If you have a good quote that you tell yourself, that'd be helpful too. You can also Google Abraham Hicks and her everything is working out for me. And you will be able to listen to something else too every single morning that I love that brings me lots of good vibes. Appreciate you guys sharing your journals, seeing you use your journals, your Chase Your Stars journals. If you don't have one, what are you doing? What are you even doing in the morning? It's crazy. And sharing your podcast that you're listening to with me. I love hearing your feedback. And it's so cool to be a part of this amazing community of freaking awesome people. So thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Hope you have a great rest of your weekend. Happy Friday. And until next week, you know what to do. Go chase those stars. Bye. Thank you so much for listening in today to the Chase Your Stars podcast, my friend. If you like these vibes, then please subscribe so we can hang more often. I release